ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Upstate Unconventional. How are you today? I'm doing good. How are you? I meant the audience, but yeah. How are... well, we can't okay. interact with the audience. I know, but I like to always ask, like, how you doing? Like, right. I wish you could. I know. We should try live streaming. Anyway, let us know how our sound is. A uh, really good friend of the show. I don't know if he wants us to name his name, but uh, he hooked us up yeah. with a new microphone. I know. And it just... You know who you are, but thank you so much. You're the best. We love you. So hopefully the sound sounds good because now Rosie's oh, got her own microphone. I can't believe it. It's phenomenal. We're <laughs> so like excited. one step closer to like almost professional. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> if you could call this debacle professional, but uh, yeah. So. so Nico shaved his head. Yeah. I had a Britney Spears moment, a mental breakdown, and I... I, I just wanted to pull it off like a band-aid yeah well i'm going bald everyone like it's just it is what it is i'm <sighs> going bald and i was I, I had the long hair but it was literally just dead weight it was it was bad yeah. but uh you know you know it is what it is so spring cut spring cut is right uh-huh i'm trying desperately to get a picture but he will not he won't let me take a picture of him. I mean, I'm not ready yet. We did a hilarious reel that I've been wanting to do forever. And he uh, keeps shutting the Put the, the kibosh on it. It's just not, I'm not ready yet. Not ready to expose himself <laughs> until I expose him. It's payback. I don't know if you all have seen the pickle reel that Nico did. He basically sniped me in the middle of the night when I snuck down to have a pickle. Like, who doesn't do that? Yeah, I just, I thought it was funny. Anyway, scroll back on his page somewhere. It's on there. Mm -hmm. he, was, he was very proud of this video. It's a great reel. It just, it worked out perfectly. Yeah. It did the, the voiceover sound. It, it was great. It was fantastic. But anyway, um, these birds outside. Oh, we're still talking about the I'm birds? still talking about because they're eating us out of house and home. I know. I mean, the bird seed, I mean, what, is it like $20, $30 a bag? It's insane. <laughs> I've had to fill, we, what was it, March 20th, we put this out. It's been two weeks. Yeah. A little bit over two weeks. They go. And they just go. They go apeshit. Literally go apeshit on these little black sunflower seeds. Yeah, they love those. And they are. I have to fill them up like every two days. I know. We have I three know. feeders out there. I don't know. And the squirrels are taking part in it now. You created a monster. It's. Baby monsters. It's a bird sanctuary out there. Everything. It's too much. Gackles, blue jays, cardinals, all these little birds. What was that one with the um the gray, like, oh, what mohawk? What was that thing called? Um, Tic Tac Bollywalker or something? It was like a. a Titmouse or something like that. Right. It was not titmouse. <laughs> a northern titmouse. Right. Is, uh, anyway. Amazing. They're funny. They're mm -hmm. funny little birds out there. But um funny little fuckers. Funny little fuckers. Anyway. We're going to the Mario movie today. We're on spring break before yeah. we get into the show, which is an awesome. I want to say awesome and amazing all at once. And it came out. I'm awesome. I'm awesome. I'm awesome. I'm awesome. <laughs> Um, we're on spring break, guys. That's always fun. Is... 
when your parents, it's a different kind of a situation. We didn't use enough snow days, so they gave us this Friday off. Too. Right. Or no, it's Good Friday. I don't know. I don't know how, it, don't works, know how it works. But anyway. We're, um, we're going to go see the Mario movie later because our little man is... He thinks he's Mario. He wants to be a plumber. Yeah, he's he's super stoked about this movie. Yeah, he won't. Like the big guy, too. Yeah. Everyone's excited. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to I'm see I'm excited it. to see it, too. Yeah. But he's, like, over the top. He's like, right. is it time yet? Right. When are we going? When are we going? I mean, he's been up since 630. And he's uh -huh. like, is it time? Are we ready? So we're going to to the 11 o'clock show. Where, this is real time. We're putting it out today, guys. This is the show, April 7th. Mm-hmm. Which I can't get over because I we want to say May. I know for some reason April's time not existing is weird right to me. now. I know. Time is weird. The, the days are definitely shorter. Yeah, there's not enough time in the day. No, no. But let's talk about our guest. Yeah, so this is an awesome episode. We have uh, Louis from the Uncanny Mystic Minds podcast. What a sweetheart! He's just like the nicest oh guy. Oh my god, the vibe was right. He's cool. Yeah. He's chill. I mean, he's got some great, like... Energy. Energy, man. Like, he's just... I want him back again. Mm -hmm. We're going to do maybe... I'm trying to get together a round table of yeah. the unconventionals. Another unconventional. You're reviving it. I'm... Yeah. I'm well, in life... Like, putting life into it again, you know? Right. Well, the first one was awesome. It's like our third most listened to episode. I wasn't on that one. I know you weren't. But then we tried a second one. Some issues with that. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> There's just some issues, audio issues, timing. Like it just. It was weird, I guess. It just, it didn't work the way I intended Envisioned. It. Right. So. So now I'm going to, I'm going to take over this project. I'm on, I'm recruiting right now. Mm -hmm. I have two people down, Louie being one of them. Mm -hmm. And uh, I got there's, some there's other a ton more. Oh, there's got... a ton. <laughs> we got a bunch. There's a ton more, believe me. Anyway, cool guy. Enjoy this episode. It's great. And check out his podcast. The Uncanny oh, yeah, you Myst have a great podcast too. Yeah. The Uncanny Mystic Minds podcast. So, <laughs> did you just get attacked by the Yeah, I just I didn't know what the, I jumped. This new microphone has like a, a, a pop guard. Did you see yeah. the jump? And it like Rosie just like got my startled. hand touched it and I it was like, huh? Oh, like yeah. what is that? Oh. Anyway, I startle Rosie all the time. It's funny. Oh, it's like, so annoying, though. He's a quiet man, and he walks around like he's. <laughs> I swear, he sneaks around. I my don't. House I like purposely make noise. Like I open the gate to come upstairs. I, I make mm -hmm. a lot of noise. No. And you must just be in your own world because I'll just walk up and you'll be like, oh, oh, oh. It's like he shouldn't be here. So I just get like, he just, walks in the room, trying to kick me out silently. I'm not. And I turn around and he's ninja. standing there. And it's horrifying. And I'm always like yeah, jumping. But it, it's like, it'll be like, you know, four o'clock in the afternoon. Everyone's home. And <laughs> uh, I come around the corner and you get startled. Like, you got to expect people to be in the home. <laughs> <laughs> you do. I just don't expect you to like walk in the room when I'm in the room. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. Yeah. It's weird. You get startled. You're often. so quiet i think you just start to make you need to start i'm gonna start wearing sense. tap dancing i'm shoes coming in anyway enjoy this episode guys it's a fun one check out louis podcast he's got a lot of great content out there yeah. so before we ramble on way too long enjoy the show 
and have a great weekend. Have a beautiful weekend. Have, enjoy the spring break. It's it's enjoy Easter it. weekend. It, like Easter Passover. That, yeah. You're into all that. If you celebrate, have a great time with your family and your friends or yourself, you know? Yeah. So go out in nature and enjoy. Rock and roll. Ladies and gentlemen, today we have a very special guest. We are talking with Louie from the Uncanny Mystic Minds podcast. And, you know, we just started talking about a month or so ago on Instagram, and he's got a really cool vibe. I know he's got some cool stories. I've listened to a few of your episodes. I like how you break down just like different little occult things. I listened to your Candle Magic episode and um, one of the later ones, too. It's slipping my mind now, but... I like the the way you're doing your show, man, and we're really happy to have oh, you here. Yeah, so. <laughs> Appreciate that. That's really nice to hear, dude. It's nice to hear it in, um, like, you know what I mean? Like, actually, like someone literally telling me, as opposed to me just kind of picking it up out of the ethers. You know, so, yeah. I'll take that. I'll take that. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Well, I, I have to say that uh, I really like your guys' show. I like your guys' dynamic, and then uh, I've I've been hearing it the last several months, and it's really cool, man. Like freaking. Uh, yeah, it's like really up my alley because it's like mixing stuff like you guys will cover things, but then you guys also mix stuff to like show you guys are like real life people. And then like that's kind of like just as interesting in a sense. So I, like, uh, yeah, and it's like really good dynamic and you guys like keep it real. Uh, so, yeah, so I'll, I'm, I'm a pretty big fan uh, for sure. Thanks, Thank Lily. We Thank appreciate you. that. Sometimes, like, yeah. we'll we'll do a, we'll do a show together and we'll get on tangents about our life and like we do. We and I'm like, oh God, we're keeping it too real. All like, right. I don't know if people <laughs> want to hear, <laughs> but oh, we've actually cool. we've gotten good feedback on that. I think it's good to break it up sometimes with our foolish <laughs> life <laughs> stories. Yeah, sometimes. yeah. I got no, I, I got no complaints myself. Very, very cool. Very oh, cool. And then you. there's a lot of, uh, yeah. And then there's like a lot of uh, useful knowledge stuff too. You know what I mean? Or esoteric knowledge. And so it's very cool. It's very up my alley for sure. Awesome. You know, it's like, uh, yeah, like I could tell that um, like what's cool about you guys that I've said to myself is that like you guys are like a mystical couple. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, uh, both of you guys. So like that's that's kind of a, a little bit rare. I, I guess, or at least from my experience. So that's cool when both people like kind of can share and include each uh, include each other in these worlds that 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 yes. we have. You know? Yeah. Oh, I have goosebumps when you said that because it's so true. Some I hear a lot of times like, oh, I'm just in it. My wife's not really into this stuff, or my girlfriend's not really into this stuff. I don't talk to her about it. Vice versa. You know, like oh, I don't tell my husband this stuff because he's not into it. So it yeah. it is nice. But it took me a while, took, though. Right. It, it took me a while because I was coming from a more, I guess, Christian background, but it was not not like a normal Christian background. It was my own belief. And I thought all this stuff was very evil and it's bad. Witchcraft is bad, blah, blah, blah. And it was just so closed minded. And then like one day I found one of her crystals in the closet and I was just holding it. And I was like, I really like this thing. <laughs> and then slowly yeah. it started. Then mixed funny? with like the paranormal experiences and just weird shit happening. I was like, all right, I gotta, I had already let go some of those beliefs, but I was like, you know what, let's, let's just dive in and see what happens. And 
honestly, man, oh, it, it's been, it's been amazing. So yeah, that's cool. That's nice from like a perspective of like, where initially like you weren't really tripping off of this stuff. Right. And then you got a, a curiosity sparked and then you were like, okay, well, there's something here you notice. And then, and then you're like, okay, well, let's just see what happens. And then you kind of like just rolled with it in a sense of like, what's cool is that you're seeing things unfold, but you didn't have expectations initially. So yes. like, that's kind of cool when you have that dynamic, because I think it, 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 it's a little different when you have the expectations, you know what I mean? And yeah. so it, it's cool seeing it like this, like there's like the innocence that I like to the, like, you know what I mean? So other people can learn and see and see kind of what time it is a little bit too. You know? It was so organic and I didn't, I never pushed anything on him either ever. No. Um, I, like I had my crystals in my closet, anything I did on my own, I did it on my own because I knew he didn't really feel comfortable around that stuff yet. So it's not like, I was pushing it in his face and he was like, okay, fine. You know, so it did. It just sort of, he got led into my closet one day. <laughs> and what, what crystal was it? Do you remember? It was a little like piece of hematite. And I was like, oh, this thing is really shiny. I just found out about this not too long ago. <laughs> but, too, oh. but yeah. And you know, it's funny though. It's like, so you start diving down this like path and journey, you start learning all these different belief systems. And I had like looked into magic and stuff, but it was from like that mindset that it's wrong. It's bad. So I, I had to, I had to kind of reprogram my brain, but you start to unfold it. And it's like, I'm thinking about shit my parents would do. And it's like, my mom would do some witchy stuff. And like, they had these like, my mom is a Greek Orthodox, but she would do like the Malakia and like the evil eye. And she'd do these spells with olive oil oh, and stuff. Oh so it's, shit. Like, yeah. it's like all these weird little things that start to come out and you're like, okay, so this, the, the occult is all around us, you know, the magic and all these different practices and you grow up with it. So yeah. it's, 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 it's a cool journey, but I, I would love to hear about your journey. Yeah. Let's hear about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I guess what I've been doing, well, I started this little platform or the podcasting a couple of years ago, at least. Uh, I think I want to say it was like a hair before the, like a little before the pandemic stuff mm -hmm. where uh, it was under a different name. And then I was putting out just like, like what I had learned through like healing and energy concepts of uh, like Reiki and chakras and like from that kind of a realm. Right. Mm -hmm. And then because uh, I wanted to share and then maybe see some, you know, like just kind of put it out there type of thing. And then. Uh, and then, yeah. And then little by little, I just like, uh, I guess, uh, I guess like later on, I just wanted to also include people and have a thing and try to make a thing out of it. Cause at first, I guess it was just for me, uh, in, in a way, like I wasn't really having expectations. Like I didn't, you know, and, um, but, uh, I guess as a, as a preteen, uh, like when I was 12 years old, uh, when I had moved uh, from out of the city to uh, the peninsula and then, uh, I wanted to know about uh, like, is God fair? Because the way I grew up, like I was a, uh, I was like, like I had like a lot of blocks, like like, like a lot of blocks to say the least, right? Mm -hmm. And so I was like, is God fair? I really wanted to know. And then uh, three to four days, right directly after that, like pretty much like whatever you want to call it, like uh, with God or the Holy Spirit or something like that, the great spirit, uh, it was like letting me know, like showing me and telling me. And then I felt the justness of uh 
of the world and stuff like that and how or and of god right like i wanted to like what's going on here like i really wanted to figure it out like like in terms of fairness you know Uh, and like yeah i guess that's like a testament to my libra nature because you know like with the with the scales and to see if it's fair and just like and justice you know and then uh yeah and then right after that then i was like okay well what's love but because i knew about love but i really did not know what it was and i knew there was something to it and i wanted to know right Mm -hmm. and then so that started my journey with spirituality and god and then uh as a teenager going into like those barnes and nobles you're trying to waste time you know what i mean like uh (laughs) as a kid and uh i started picking up numerology and then that started making me learn about like archetypes and how characteristics and how you can like figure stuff out with like your name your birthday and i even like brought it to other levels like with your eyes and stuff i would correlate i would make correlations of people that i knew with like their i would break down their all their stuff and even their eye color and i'm like yeah like the way that you are is literally the way you're supposed to be like everything like how you have red hair and and your eye color and you have your your color eyes and and then like the exact name like it's like it had to be like that for for right here Mm -hmm. and that's why the stars like you know how they align and they had to be you know so like it let me know I'm like oh like it's really exact like that and then so it you know like it gave me hope and it let me know about like there's like the eternal there's the there's a concept of the infinity and all that stuff and then so that gave me like a lot of hope and then uh and then, well, I can't forget about the void as a 14 year old or something like that. Uh, I started getting glimpses in, into like, uh, uh, it's like this awe or something like in this curiosity. And then I think that's what sparks people getting into the concepts of the void. And then, cause it's like the opposite of like the light in a sense. Mm-hmm. And, and then, so, yeah. And then, so that was the other thing. And then, so I have a thing for like darkness in a sense, if you want to call it that. And then, um, yeah. And so, uh, that's yeah so, so cool. here we are now so i'm learning you know what i mean because it's like uh, there's so many damn people out there that know so much shit like they're so smart so knowledgeable they have so much wisdom that i'm like oh my god like it's like this is a nice opportunity to freaking soak up some of this stuff like i like learning like this like i feel like even if i'm talking or or like like in the end we're all gonna learn some something like we like we can all gain from each other absolutely you know? well yeah. so you so you really at a younger age really felt these this need to question like a lot i mean that that's pretty deep yeah yeah i wasn't satisfied as a kid like i wanted to grow up like i had some kind of depression or blocks like i couldn't let myself enjoy in a sense you know what i mean so uh yeah people would like me but i still always felt outcasted and then so i don't know that's just like a thing for me anyway i think no Uh, i i I think we all had that mm -hmm. um yeah. I, I felt pretty much that way too. A lot of times I feel now because um, I'm a Capricorn and I think, I don't know if you know a lot about Capricorns, but I think we, because of Saturn rule, we actually mm. get younger as we get older. So oh, my dude. spirit is like, I feel like I'm getting younger. Like, and I'm now I'm trying, I like really appreciate like everything that's like innocent and playful and youthful and um when I was little I felt like I was a more serious like scared old soul you know and and then you said that was a a attributed to Capricorn or to Saturn or to both well Capricorn is Saturn is ruled by Saturn okay yeah Yeah. oh man oh yeah yeah, I can really relate to that because I told I've told people that I'm like a late bloomer, right? Because as a kid, I was like that. 
like almost like older and then now I'm getting more like kiddish like where yeah. I like boys like I like and then I'm able to be more, like I'm I'm finding like a lightheartedness in me that I want to express more yes and then uh, I think yeah I'm a big Saturn I'm a big Saturn person like I'm even wearing colors like uh because I'm a Saturny kind of a person and then so yep. uh and Saturn yeah, has I, such a bad rep doesn't doesn't he I mean it's like mm-hmm. such a bad reputation Saturn. I've literally, that's exactly what I said when I uh, talked about, uh, like when I did my by myself uh, version of this, mm-hmm. of uh, talking about Saturn. And that's exactly what I said. I said, Saturn gets a bad rap, but somebody has to get checked. Like somebody needs to do the checking. Like if somebody yeah. needs to get checked, like how a parent will check a kid, like, hey, you have to listen to me. Or like how accountant does checks and balances. Like somebody has to do that paperwork. If not later on, you know, the IRS might be knocking on your door or your funds might be all out of whack. Like you need someone to, yes. to checks and balances. And so it goes for the cosmos, like as well, you yeah. know, to organize that and make like draw fine lines and stuff. Exactly. And if you believe in that stuff. So like, I, I feel like when my childhood was kind of like, I didn't really have a lot of structure. Right. So mm-hmm. I don't know what I would have been like if Saturn wasn't my rule because um a a lot of in my research I've I've read it's like your father in a lot of ways and like you said it's like that parent that's kind of keeping you on track and keeping you on track and the more you learn your lessons and the more you grow the the more lenient the more she lets out yeah it's like and so then you kind of get to a point in your life where he lets go you know he's still looking over you but it's you know it's like that totally. proud papa thing. Like you made it this far. So. Yes, totally. Yeah. yeah. I definitely uh, also kind of uh, feel that part about no structure growing up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I realized that I was like, you know, and you know what gave me clues later on realizing how people, <laughs> it sounds kind of fucked, kind of messed up, but uh, <laughs> like how people, uh, how I would see people with their, with their dogs, like how they train their dogs. I noticed that when we had dogs, our dogs were more like wild in a sense. Like what I mean by wild is like, when you go to Mexico, the dogs are just hanging out. Yeah. Like they're mm-hmm. like chilling, like they're apart, like kind of like people almost. Right. And they just run wild like that. Type. And here it's not like that. It's very domesticated. So I realized like, I was like, oh, this is how my dad, like, this is a part of my culture that I grew up in. So it let me know, I'm like, oh, no wonder I'm like that. No wonder I need, like, I go for structure now in a sense, even though I'm a very informal guy, but I still like to try to implement structure. It's very helpful for me. Yeah, so, of yeah, course. I know sure. it's like, we needed that so bad as a kid, you know? And it's yeah. like, oh. Especially in the eighties, especially in the eighties. Yes. I remember hearing you and a God, I think it was Matt from yes. Big Deception. You guys were on kind of recently. And I think you guys were telling stories about like growing, like he was saying, like, man, he's like, we were just out there. He's like, I just came back when I had to eat lunch and dinner. And it was kind of like that for me too in the city. Like, it's like, you go out there and you come back. You, you Like if I was on my skateboard or on my bike, then you come back when the sun's going down. But before that, oh, yeah. they don't know where, they don't know where we were at. They don't know what we were doing. I was out there. No yeah. idea. <laughs> no idea. I always yeah. say to Nico, imagine if we had a little girl and you were just like, see you later. He's like, yeah. hell no. Like, that would yeah. never. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It's weird. I don't know, but I guess it made us stronger too, you know, a lot. Yeah, it was just a part of the times. It was like, yeah. I guess I was, it was, it's the times. And so everyone has their own version of it. And yeah. And so, so we have our pros and our cons with, with Definitely. that. Definitely. 
Yeah. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. It's funny, man. Like, um, I guess if I could say real quick, cause I had this in my head I'll say like early on before I forget, but like, cause I'm into like how I was talking about numerology and people's with names and I like to make correlations and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Um, it's funny because you guys are like a couple and then, um, so like for me, uh, my mom is, is called Rosa. Right. So she, like, oh. that's like Rosie. Right. Yeah. And then my dad, my dad is from, Me- well, he was born in Mexico. He came here as a 18 year old, 17 year old, but his, his Pueblo, his little town is called San Nicolas. So it's oh, like, wow. so I have like a Nico and a Rosie tie, just like my parents have How that. How cool. So, That's a yeah, cool yeah. synchronicity. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So then it's like, I, I can see, uh, like maternal like like the paternal figures like in you guys how you guys hold it down so that's probably another reason why i like you guys you know oh, what I mean? thanks yeah that's yeah really cool. yeah well, you always yeah. feel i love feeling a connection mm-hmm. you have with somebody and i know like even interacting just a little bit on instagram with you it's like oh this guy's so cool like i love what you what you post and you know i like oh, oh, i yeah. like just interacting with you i think it's really cool mm-hmm. um so but i want to ask you so were your parents super like catholic because you grew up in Mexico or we were like yeah like I was like I did uh, the whole catechism thing I did the communion and then I yep. think you're supposed to do that confirmation in eighth grade which I did not do they kind of threw it out to me but I think after sixth grade ish they knew I was kind of tapping out of that world because I even me and my brother even did the ultra boy shit you know yeah. like well, I was in there like that and then uh and then so oh, man like there's, there's things to religions, like there's beauty in there, like, you know, in the yes. text, like from Hinduism and this and that, and uh, there, it, but at the same time, uh, I've definitely gotten away from that in a sense. And then where I work, this culture is all around me. And then, so I see the, how a lot of stuff goes over people's heads and they miss a lot of stuff because they try to grab onto like religion so hard. So I see like the pitfalls in it big time. And so uh, uh, I don't necessarily claim to be religious, but there's there's beauty in there. There's beautiful stories in there where you can gain stuff. So I've tried to hold on to that part. You know, it's kind of like that weird dichotomy where nowadays, you know, like like I heard R. Kelly songs growing up as a kid. And so you would like these songs as a kid. Right. But now you figure out how, like a lot of shit that he's done, you know, yeah, so then there's right. this like weird like dichotomy of feeling of like how am I supposed to feel when I hear this music on the radio am I supposed to take it personal am I, I supposed know to just, just you gotta about separate the, the art from the artist you know yeah, yeah. So this is, I, this right, is I feel a, the way about like Michael Jackson too right same like thing. Oh. exactly same thing yeah and then yep. so I feel like that about like religion too you know what yeah. I mean so so uh, so I guess I don't know like I guess the answer right now in my head is neutrality like you want to maintain that in a sense, because that's kind of like a superpower. Like, like that'll let you know if you're tilting. Tilting yeah. is a, a a term that we use in poker. Like when you're messed up, you know, if you got frazzled in some an emotional or any kind of mental way, you're tilted off. You're you lost your neutrality. You know. Oh yeah, you I did up. see on a couple of your stories. You're you're uh, into the poker. Have you been doing that for a while? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I. God, back in the like what they call like the poker boom in the early 2000s, like I yeah. was doing the house games, like how everyone, you know, everybody and their mom was doing that. And then, but I didn't start going to the car room until the, until the pandemic. Oh, wow. That's when I started going. Yeah. And it was funny because when I started to go there, you know, instead of going in the regular card room in the casino, they put us outside, like in the back, like in the other parking lot and they made like tents. Right. And then they had all these glass 
thing. So glass partitions around us. So we were we were playing like that for a while. <laughs> That's really then, funny. That's hilarious. Yeah. But no, yeah, so is... I saw the transition of all that. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. That's wild. But um yeah, I was gonna ask you, um with your do you have a, a specific magic practice that you you partake in? And the other thing I was gonna ask too is have you as an adult now look back at like your catholic upbringing and seen some of the uh more occult aspects of the catholic church because i had it very similar in the greek orthodox church and you start to realize like they're doing a lot of like sun worship here and it's not necessarily jesus that you know like the priest would come out and yeah. he'd have like this big staff with a sun on it and you're like huh what, what's actually going on here yeah it's a trip like you know worshiping the sun or the sun you know what i mean mm -hmm. that's a whole you know and then like that funny joke of cat hole lick you know like when you lick the cat's you know butt you know yeah. <laughs> there's like but anyway uh so in terms of like uh geez man well um I, what's funny is that i don't necessarily like I don't feel even like right claiming like to be a magician because uh i'm still such a like a baby in all these things that uh you know, I haven't delved into like where I'm uh, like conjuring, like where I'm like, like where I'm doing like rituals like that to conjure spirits like that. But I do, I do magical things, you know what I mean? And then, uh, and then they pan out, not all the time, but then, you know, but I get help, like I get signs from the universe or I get the literal results. And then, um, yeah. so, but I love things like, um, well, I, I guess like what I like to do lately is I've been getting into candles um just how you were talking about the show earlier i think that's pretty dope because for me being like a air a very very airy person like on my element chart i'm like 70 percent air at least 60 like more than wow half. yeah and um i needed like uh like fire a lot and then so i've been learning to get uh more in tune with fire that, that was actually my theme of the day uh this morning because i i get in tune with like themes like kind of how every day has a theme like like on the February 14th, that's Valentine's Day theme, you know, like every day has yes. a theme. And so for me today, my theme was about fire and like embracing the fire that uh, I am with the fire. And then it was funny today because today uh, I had a candle that I was going to put out, but then I was like, no, today I'm going to let the fire just keep going. That was like a part of my theme. So I do things like uh, with like intentions to like work it out. And then uh, I like, I, I like candle stuff too, because um um, like with the gaze, I'll use the gaze and then, uh, I'll, it's like, I, you know, like those old 3d books or like mm -hmm. even posters back in the day when you would visit the mall and like, you could like kind of make it look like pop. There's stuff that you could do with your eyes. Like that's in a similar vernacular and then it'll help you almost like feel like you're going somewhere else or like, uh, you can go into a world where you can't see, I guess. If that's yeah. another way to describe it. It's almost and like a self-hypnosis, you know? Like you Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. So then you get like a trancey, there's a trancyness. Uh I really like that. Being a dancer, I always went for music so I could end up getting there. Like I get like a high and then um uh, like a clarity and then it helps me with like neutrality which is like a big thing for me or something like that because yeah um, yeah I guess naturally I'm kind of polar not kind of naturally I'm like polarizing so I think that's why I like temperance how I have the temperance card back here and yeah. um and uh and to rein in the neutrality and then that way I, I keep floating I keep you know I, I'm able to still doggy paddle 
Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I love and, that, that you like live a magical, you more live like a magical life than do magic. And I kind of, yeah. we live like that too. We don't particularly do like super yeah, uh, no serious ritual. rituals. We just live a more magical life. And I yeah. think that's really. That's, hell yeah, dude. Yeah. That, that's why I said earlier that I like you guys because you guys are both, you guys are both mystical, man. Cause I know I've heard that you make candles, Nico. Mm-hmm. Like that's sick. Like, and then all these things, how you make things that's mystical. And then how you're able to have a touch, uh, uh, like you're, you're, you're working with the shit, you know what I mean? Yes. So working with the shit, like, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to, you know, make rituals and bring down demons and stuff like that. Um, no. but, uh, I mean, it's, you know, to each his own and, but, uh, yeah, but, de- but definitely mystical for sure. Yes. And then, uh, and then working with stuff so we can learn because, uh, there's a lot of alchemy here that 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 were that that basically needs to take place and that what we're doing so i'm doing my best to do mental alchemy but i'm also doing alchemy physically here where like i'm altering my body i'm altering like i've had accidents like where i've been really hurt where i I, on purpose didn't go to the hospital because i was stubborn and stuff and uh, whatever and uh, i physically altered myself using energetic uh uh, concepts and stuff like that so I'm, I'm I, I do that and then uh and I try to do that in my environment and then to make my the culture of the environment that I live in how I would prefer it and then I'm getting I'm getting these things like or like they they happen um uh, uh I have a I just talked to this quantum uh mindset coach uh Abby it was a great talk and um uh, I had said that um there was a sociopathic character at work I've been dealing with the last whatever and it was i was hitting a breaking point where i was like oh my god i have this is getting more serious because i'm using so much energy to protect myself right and i'm like i want to do something more (laughs) you know whatever you want to call it right so right when i'm getting to dig into these things that i could potentially do um i get the like right when i'm at this point at that breaking point i get the news and the information you know that he's transferring right at this time So like these things, so I'm like, dude, I'm like, you can call it coincidence or this and that, but like, like shit was hitting the fan. And then it's like, once you stand up for yourself and you're like, I can't take it anymore, then there's going to be reciprocation with the universe. Yes. And then the universe will like kind of help you and pull out to do that last step, like in a sense. So that's how, you know, you're working with something. That's why I love like uh, God basically, because he's, I'm getting, like I'm getting held by the hand at times and showing me and it's letting me and it's guiding me and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. it um, even happens with cards. It even happens with cards. Uh, poker. That's why I love it too, because it's like uh, so much of it is the mental and the character emotions that I carry in before. And then right when I come to these points of like, that's it. Then things start turning around for me, <laughs> quote unquote, turning around, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> but it was because of the, the, whatever I went through before that ignited me or that made me want to adapt. And, mm-hmm. and then I'm working, I'm working with something. I'm not just like blindly playing cards or blindly doing whatever the, the famous pro told me to do. Like I'm, I'm actually working with stuff. I'm working with energy. I'm working with the people around me because uh, that's another reason why I like that game, because as opposed to other games like blackjack, you're playing the house, right? Other games and craps you're playing, like you're, you're pretty much playing the house and this one you're playing other people. And so right. it's a you're little bit in the room. Right. And you can yeah, bluff. Yeah. And there, there's a lot of cool aspects to poker that kind of relate to magic in a lot of ways because if you it's can definitely a magical game. Yeah. Yeah. And I was gonna say something based on what you said with the coworker there. 
I've noticed that everything is mental. Everything, this whole reality is based off of your consciousness. And like, even the littlest thing, if I go into work and there's, and I have like a bad mind frame, I'm going to get dirty cars. I got to clean like real nasty shit. And then like, it, it just, it spirals out of control until you put a stop to it and say like, no, 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 we're not doing this anymore. And then all of a sudden it turns right around, you know, yeah. like it, it, it really, your mental frame affects so much. I've noticed even the weather. I'm not saying I control the weather, but if you're in a bad mood, you'll, if you look up and you're aware, it's like, oh, maybe the sun's not out right now. Like everything is literally affected by your mood and your mental state. Yeah. And I yes. think that's such a big aspect to magic, like learning what you, what upsets you, like knowing yourself so well that you can sit, like objectively look back and be like, what I'm doing there is shitty. I need to change that behavior. And then that's, once you're conscious of it, that's when you actually start making the change, you yeah. know? So right. Yeah. Cause you realize that like, there is like the reflection, like there's a reflection aspect where, where uh, it's so true, dude. It's like, a, I'll give that analogy of a, I've told, like I've talked to people about this in the past where they were more, let's just say dense for lack of better words. Right. Like they don't, they're, they're not with this kind of, like it doesn't resonate with them that much. And I said, okay, well, what if we're walking at the beach? And like, we're walking by the sand, you know, couples will walk by the sand, kind of like, kind of like by that in between the water and the sand part. What if like a big old, a big old wave comes and just boom, knocks you over and make, and almost makes you drown. What do you like? What do you think about that? Like, whose fault is that? Or like, how did this even happen type of thing? Cause like fault is a bad word. Like, but how did this happen? And it's like, well, it was the wave, the wave did it. And then I'm like, okay, well, okay. In a sense, technically, yes, those are the means to it. But there's something in your aura that triggered this wave right at this moment because it came out of nowhere for it to hit you and knock you over like this. There was something in your aura that you had it coming. That's why people who have like funny auras or these auras that you see it coming, like train wrecky auras, that's why they have, I noticed they get like people that I see that I know that are like that. They'll have bumps in their cars. People hit their cars or they have dents in their cars because they were having accidents. And mm -hmm. so it's pretty, it's a thing. Like, you know oh, what yeah. I mean? The energy and then, uh, and how you were just saying, Nico, like with once you, you realize that your mental aspect is really doing that, that's huge for me for boundaries. That's what helps mm -hmm. me like boundaries. I'm learning is like an energetic thing for sure. Like how they're shielding, but I, it, the mind I think is probably first to get yourself established because I noticed that if there's people that I'm going to face that day, then I'm like, Oh, I remember last time they did this and this to me. I'm like, okay, I'm not taking any of this shit. And I, I literally already set my boundaries right in my mind, right before I even go to work or anywhere I'm going to go and tell me why, when I do it like that, they don't mess with me at all. Like I don't right. get none of that extra shit. It's weird. It's like, like, yeah, you have to prep yourself like that before you get, you do. Like, <laughs> yeah, but so that way you don't even deal with it. Like, mm -hmm. like usually you want to even deal with it. Yeah, yeah, and that's the, all that intention based. And, and yeah. like you're saying with the the train wrecky type people, it's like what you put out into this world is what you're gonna get back in. So if you're constantly doing dramatic shit, you're gonna get drama back. You're if you're constantly worried and living in fear, like bad things are gonna happen. You're gonna get sick. You're gonna fall down the stairs. Whatever it is, like it really is like that simple. And I'm not claiming I'm. I'm a baby in this too. Like I've only been looking into this stuff for the last two years or so, but I've noticed that when your mental, whatever you're putting out there is what you're going to receive, you know? Yeah. So if you're living in abundance, you're going to see abundance everywhere. 
so yeah true. yeah yeah like no, the it's boundaries funny. thing is so huge for me i'm sorry to interrupt you yeah no, 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 that, that's such a huge thing for me that i've had to learn over the past just couple of years is setting boundaries and yeah. wow it is so important it is really like putting that shield up so i have to put a shield up even sometimes when i'm out and because i feel people's energy so much I have to like protect myself with a spiritual imaginary shield that helps me, yeah. but it's the yeah. same sort of thing with boundaries too. Now it's like more, it's harder though. It's like, you have to be really physically though. Like I'm setting this boundary, you know, yeah. uh, with people, because I just used to let people in like constantly and I want to help people. And then they take advantage of me. It's oh, it just, it, then it's yeah. just a vicious cycle oh. and the like being used and stuff like no more. You know, yeah. I, I learned to say no. And that was such a big deal is to learning to say no. I can relate so much. That's a huge story of, of the reason why all this stuff growing up, I was literally that like a super dormant and even growing up. And even now, like people will notice that, oh, he's nice. You can probably get away with this and that. And then once I finally put my foot down, I always get the, oh, like I always get that because people yeah. don't see it coming, you know, yeah. but I had to learn that. I even started my, this podcast when I made, uh, when I changed my name that, uh, that was of the if you look in the very beginning that was like the biggest theme that I had going on the first couple of shows it was just boundaries 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 like I had to establish this because I couldn't you know and so now it's a part of my daily uh like life in a sense like I now I'm quick to like like as like on call as need be and so I do different things um yeah, Dang. I learned from Stuart Swerdlow and his wife for a lot of people he's kind of like people's David Ike you know he was in the early 2000s uh like uh, a lot of people know about the reptilian thing from Ike, but for me, I learned it from Stuart Swerdlow, right? Oh. And uh, yeah, did you, did you guys know about him a little? Uh, no. He no. was in the Montauk projects, kind of by where you guys on your side of the country, right? Mm -hmm. And they would pick up kids and psychic kids. And they did like a surgery to him, which reminds me of like, you know how Wolverine went through his surgery, you know, in that movie where he was kind of a regular guy, but then they did that surgery to him. And now he's like a mutant. Mm -hmm. They kind of did that with him. They made him like blind in a sense where he could see energetic fields and then like the colors and the auras, like all, like all, like all that stuff instead. Right. And, um, damn, where the hell was I going with, with this Stuart Swerlow thing? What are we talking about? Boundaries. Uh, <laughs> boundaries. Yeah, the boundaries. So they have a lot of books. I even have one right here uh, where his wife, Janet, so Stuart and Janet, uh, Decoding Your Life. And then that was, uh, I even have a show where I talk about that and boundaries, how you're talking about the shields, like like those kind of like bubbles and stuff. Yeah. I learned about a lot of that through them. So that was like how I got. And then, Oh, that's uh, very cool. And then, yeah. And then, so, yeah, so I do, I, I do versions of that too, for sure. And, uh, and just different stuff that I kind of, I guess I do it like on the spot. I do it based off of like what I see. Like there's this one gentleman, when I go to the, to the, to the gym in the morning, he's always by the Starbucks, but he's kind of like a, I don't, I don't think he's homeless, but he's like a step away from homeless. Right. <laughs> and then just like the vibe that I get, cause he'll like stare at me because people I'll get stared at. Right. And um, yeah. with him, I just, I, I do certain like uh like i do certain reflections back or like where mm. i'm not or i'm not able to get seen like and then just other people i do different versions like some people need like a mirroring version and some people need like an invisible version or some people do the violet uh violet or white pretty much the bubble one is violet or white yeah like mm -hmm. that from what i learned yeah so there's different there, you know and then i think everyone is like according and like now i'm like there's no offense like there's no there's like nothing personal 
because I can do this with anyone. I can even do this to a relative or a friend. Oh like, yeah. You know, it, it's okay. It's not, it's like nothing personal. Like I'm like, I realized that I have to fill up my own damn cup first and that's all, you that's know? That's right. Exactly. No, you do. I mean, sometimes we've had uh, guests that on our podcast that, whew, like, I don't know if you've ever felt that way, but they zap your energy. Um, and so, yeah. especially if we do it like later on at night or certain days or whatever, I'm like afterwards depleted because I feel like my energy was zapped. Uh, energy is everything. Mm-hmm. It's, I, it's literally everything. It's living, breathing energy, mm-hmm. you know? And I think it's so important to work with it because the, the, you can tell the people that don't get it, don't understand it. And, um, they're out of whack. Uh, you, yeah. You, just, you can feel it in certain people and like you know going back to that guy Stuart, so he could actually see people's auras is that what yeah and he could also see what he called hyperspace which is like little imagine like little glyphs or signatures Mm -hmm. so like our thoughts anytime we're thinking shit it's like glyphing out like kind of right here i'll tell you this i don't think i've told anyone this i think i told uh, the uh, my buddy the ny patriot like uh, just between us right i don't think i don't think i've said it out loud but i had one experience and it's like i don't even say because it, it sounds so like not real but i'll, I'll tell you guys because you guys are very open um one time i was driving to my house i know that and uh, i'm getting to like a light or something and uh and uh, i got i don't know i was like in a state right and uh, i'm like about to be at a red light or something something and i'm in the car and then I felt what Stuart was talking about because I could see it. It was like, if I'm sitting in the car, it was like right above me, kind of like this far away. Like, Mm -hmm. and then it was like, you could see like these symbols and, but they were all going like in a line like this, you know what I mean? And then I was like, oh my God, those are hyperspace symbols because when I, he has a book on hyperspace and whatever, I was like, that's the shit. And mind you, this was several years ago when I was reading those Stuart books that was like, early 2000s so let's just say 15 years ago a long a long gap happened between that i didn't i wasn't tripping off hyperspace right like mm-hmm. I, I wasn't a hyperspace worker but this one day i saw that and then i was like oh my god it really is kind of like the matrix like all this information is uh like being encoded and it's being put out there to the ethers and stuff like that so wow. like everything is out there you know what I mean? that's unbelievable so like a glitch yeah. in the matrix almost like you kind of saw through like it almost the fabric of what is holding this place together in a sense right yeah it must be information that uh i don't know that show like i guess like it's showing us like like what's happening i guess like i don't know because i i don't know what the fuck i was looking at so i was like (laughs) oh my god but i was just tripped out that i could see it yeah that's amazing yeah that was like were there colors like specific colors attached to it or was it just no no no, it was more symbols i can't remember colors yeah i'm sorry yeah Yeah. no it's okay i was just curious yeah, I know. Yeah, it's a yeah. trip. I yeah, I never. I yeah, for, I never talked about it that much because I never could get that much closure on it because I was like, I don't know. Like, I still don't know that much about that. It just happened that one time where where I could say it literally happened. Yeah. Do you, you have do, a lot of those? Would you be able time. to remember? Yep. Any of those symbols? Like, if you were to see them again, would you be able to identify them? Or uh, no, probably. But no, like the fur- the furthest I could probably go is like if I look at the uh, they have a book called hyperspace helper or hyperspace book i might be able to be like oh it was similar but i can't officially claim right yeah it happened so long ago too you know the first thing that popped in my head when you said that was uh like enochian the enochian language and have you looked into that at all with like john d and 
Uh, no, it's interesting. Oh, yeah. I freaking, gosh, one of my buddies, uh, a podcaster, Lux Estrada, uh, she had a, a Nokian guy, uh, you know, explain a lot of stuff. And holy shit, is that shit complicated? Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Like, so I, I'm not there yet with that one. But um, yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm definitely into the angelic thing or the angels thing. I have a tie with that. Uh, Oh, so do? before I get into that, I'll tell you guys a little <laughs> bit about what I feel about you guys, just how I related you guys to maternal and paternal earlier. So okay. like with Rosie, people know that uh, there's like a fairy vibe, uh, like there's a fairiness to you. And um, I think I heard a story about uh, like the bathtub and like the blue and purple, like, yes. right? Yes. So like uh, we were we were talking about chakras this week, uh, me and NY and Teresa, we're, we're doing a, a series and we we're talking about how those color chakras are the higher ones and they happen to be feminine and those are the more spiritual chakras the ones up here and then the and then the chakras down on the bottom and the root they're more masculine and and they're more fiery you know okay. uh, yeah, so so those colors are feminine and spiritual the, mm. like the other terms of like like that kind of thing and then uh i i get another thing with like mermaid like there's some kind of yeah. mermaid thing with you <laughs> yeah that's what For i sure. do with you. yeah and that's then so with funny. nico yeah. And then what's funny is that you guys have on your damn, on your logo, on your a podcast, like on Spotify, when I check it out, there's the, there's the state, but then there's the Bigfoot, right? Yes. And then Nico, Nico has a Bigfoot tie. Nico is some kind of somehow tied to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can to, see that. Yeah. There was a one other guy where I felt this in my, like, I guess in my life that I had seen and known a little bit, he was like a work acquaintance. Like we weren't like homies, but we were like, kind of like, Oh, like kind of like that type of thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was at a warehouse years ago. And I was in the main part of the warehouse and he was kind of like on the outskirts. So he still kind of worked with us, but you only more so, you know, see him coming in and like when you're coming in and out of work, as opposed to the whole time. And, uh, and he had that vibe too. Uh, it's like a like the vibe that I'm talking about is like a combination of like primal, but like very wise at the same time. Because this guy, because at warehouses like there's freaking knuckleheads and all types of bullshit <laughs> happening, you know. Mm -hmm. But he was always kind of not with the shit, like on the outskirts. Like that's probably why they promoted him to like one level up because there was something about him that was you know kind of like that wise. But then also you could tell that you didn't want to fuck with him because he yeah. Could be you could probably get very primal on you which is probably like the hardest fighter to fight you know what i mean like that's why people who are red people or red shaka people they're they're very fiery and fighty because it's uh, tied to primal you know yeah so yeah so that's kind of like what i feel uh and it's funny because you're you you like talking about bigfoot and sasquatches but it's like dude you're talking about like versions of yourself in a way <laughs> oh, i i appreciate that's that man. Awesome. and it, it yeah, is yeah it's hilarious we we bound our we we balance ourselves out because it is she is like she's the water i'm fire it, it's like yeah and and i was like going off the rails like when i was younger i would just not a meathead but i was like fiery you know i i was always down to fight and just yeah i i still get like that at times and i have moments where i'm like snippy but <laughs> she's no, you, like no he's air and fire for mm -hmm. sure and i'm earth and water mm -hmm. like that uh, is that's yes. And yeah, he's, he's so like that, but like, I think that's so cool that you mentioned this, um, aura thing with the water. I just completely just boom, just hit me when you were saying, so the colors in my water, like he couldn't believe it. It tripped him out. Like the mm -hmm. first time he witnessed that and wow, like what a viable way to see someone's aura. If you truly can't like 
see it, right? If you don't have that gift, water is such a beautiful tool to use. If, yes, it's a beautiful medium. It is with somebody's aura. And so, I mean, there it was yeah, right there. That's crazy. I mean, that, that trips me out because this whole time we were thinking <laughs> fairy vibe or the fairy, you know, thing and the mermaid thing, all, all those things you were saying, but it could have been aura as well. So mm -hmm. very cool. Yeah. 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 That was... yeah. And like what I think about is like, um, like what comes to my mind or something is like, I'm just imagining seeing that, like I'm trying to put myself there, right? If I was there and seeing that, I think of bubbles like that, like those colors are the colors of like when you make bubbles and how they play like, like that. And yes. then when I think of bubbles, I think of worlds and people who have what I call worlds, like in their inside of them like multiple like like versions of worlds or multiple worlds um they're magical people or witchy people so that's like tied to that yeah, yeah. like they they know about worlds like when i talk to people who are not like into that kind of stuff and i say worlds like you got worlds and then like they don't know what the fuck like they don't know what i'm talking about like oh, this is the only world that they know right here in the tangible mm. and yeah. then so other people when i talk about worlds like oh they got worlds you know what i mean so that's yes. like a thing like with that that I think about yeah our son uh had that one time well, a couple times when he takes a bath yeah he like got oh, out of the tub yeah. and and again like just for the listeners like it's there's no colored soap there's no, no like bath bombs or anything crazy like he got out of the tub and the water was like a blue like like this pyramid here like you know like this blue <sighs> It, it looked fake you know what i mean it was like That's so sick i love it it was it's crazy oh, yeah. when it happens but yeah it. but same thing epsom salts is literally the only thing i use and they're just white salt that dissolve into nothing you know yeah. and yeah. there's just so it would, there would be no way to tint right that, you know but it's, it, it's yeah. crazy and kind of going back to the other thing too it's like what you said about like the Bigfoot and the wise stuff. Like I, I appreciate that compliment a lot, but that's why I'm kind of drawn to this like wizard type of path. Oh, think about like, the wordplay with that wise and wizard. Think about that one. Mm -hmm. oh, that's yeah. so cool. And if yeah. you really look at like some of these older versions of wizards, whether it's Lord of the Rings or Merlin, they, they're always in the woods and they're so like in tune with nature and they're living with the animals and like, I don't know. It just, I, I've never put Bigfoot and wizard together, but it makes so much sense. Like they are the wizards of the forest, you know, yeah. they are the kind of the protectors of the, uh, yeah. is what I believe. So yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah. Cause I was thinking keepers, which is like a mm -hmm. protector, you know, mm -hmm. like, like, keeping, like, and then that's why that gentleman who I was describing, the only other person that gave me that kind of vibe, you know what I mean? Was like I said, we were on the main part of the warehouse and he was kind of like on the perimeter where like you kind of you'll see him from time to time but it's more so coming in and coming out mm -hmm. you know so that's kind of a testament to the to the keeper or to the protecting you know what i mean like holding it like that yeah. it's pretty sick man yeah hell yeah. i love so it yeah <laughs> i love it too yeah, i know it's awesome yeah. cool. hell yeah yeah you had mentioned uh a tie with angels so let, let's oh, yeah. jump into that yeah yeah well uh it, well that's my middle name right and then so uh and then uh God, how long have I been? Uh, well, how long has it been? I don't know. It's at least in my, at least in my twenties. That's for sure. At least then, uh, since my twenties, I've been able to like, I'll, I'll see orbs from time to time, you know, mm -hmm. or like little flashes of light, mm -hmm. and then they've even come in my room sometimes. You know what I mean? Like yes. I'll be watching TV, and then it'll be on one side, and it'll like it'll kind of come to make itself known. 
and then it'll kind of like emanate like a almost like a pulsating i don't want to say kind of like a pulsating but i don't know like kind of radiating yeah and, mm-hmm. uh, and then i'll feel the the love the encompassing love and i'm like oh my god it's like a very patient infinite feeling yeah. uh, but uh, also very lovely and very nurturing uh that's how i felt with that and so um yeah so i have ties uh like I feel, and then I can also see the opposite because those are what I call celestial energies, you know, mm-hmm. or angelic energies or something. And then mm-hmm. I can also see like the opposite. I can see what I call archontic uh, parasitic entities. Like, uh, and then so for that, they look like little black, little squiggly lines. Mm-hmm. And then so around the same time, my early 20s or maybe very late teens, that was when I was able to see that. And then I realized that that was off of vibration. Like mm. if you leave yourself open or something like that, then you're going to get more of those things like, like kind of flying at you or something. So when people talk about like the whole shit about spiritual warfare, this and that, that's kind of like, I guess what made me kind of buy into uh, to this concept to a, to a decent degree is because I'd see that you're like, whatever you're putting out there, there's a magnetic, um, there's magnetic forces that will freaking keep you going wherever you're going and then so yeah yeah so i see that uh i know you guys had a mothman you guys talked about mothman and then i can't say that i've officially seen the mothman like i like well, i'm gonna tell my story and so maybe you guys can tell me i don't know but a couple times maybe a handful of times maybe like three to three to four times um driving on the freeway by uh, the old Niner stadium, which is Candlestick Park. Now they moved to a different place, but back, you know, when, when that stadium was there, I'd be driving on the freeway and uh, mind you, when I can see the parasitic entities, it's almost like if you keep letting them come, uh, I'll get like, almost like teary eyed, like almost like, I'm like, Oh my God, like I'm getting sleepy and like teary eyed. Right? Does it it's feel like, like a that. stabbing in your eye a little bit? <sighs> Not an, I don't think like an official stabbing is kind of more like um like a little uncomfortable like and like the you gotta the, like, squint lower. though right you, yeah so, yeah okay. and then if I keep messing with it without taking care of it like it'll mess with my eye like like my eye like I'll have like eye problems or something like that right mm-hmm. and so uh it has like a like like it's like kind of like a sleepier feeling I guess and so mm-hmm. a couple times driving by Candlestick Park. Uh, back in the day, I can't remember, but some years ago, close to a decade ago, I don't know, I I saw what my interpretation of it, because I saw something, usually these little lines are black, but that's all I could see. I can't see a, like an actual thing. This is the only time where I saw actual structure. So it was like black and shadowy. It had wings. It, and, but I see in the, I'm seeing this from so far away. Like, I don't know how many hundreds of feet. It was like flying above the freeway. So I'm having to look and it's like very far away. So it's not like I'm that close to it, but you could see, I don't know if I had to give it 10 to 15 feet or I don't know, something like that, but it was like, a and it had wings. And to me, what I thought was like, oh, I think that's like a fallen angel. Cause it looked kind of like an angel with wings. And then, but what you guys have uh, talked about is that there was like a red eye. I couldn't see any eyes or red. It would just look black and it was like flying across. And then the, the way that it was flying across reminds me of the way that those little parasitic entities will kind of they go like this and if you ever see people uh who are in distress uh like I used to work at a hotel back you know I've had a million jobs like I was at a hotel back in the day and you would get people coming in from the flights right Mm -hmm. 
there was a, a couple of a family that came from China or whatever. And you could tell there was, the lady was very stressed out. Like she probably went through God knows what. And her eyes are just like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I'm realizing now, like, oh, that's when the parasitic entity has is like all kind of in there per se. And then the way that it was flying all the way across, like from kind of far away, it was almost like that similar rhythm. And then on top of that, it kind of, it, when I looked at it for too long, it gave me that feeling of like where I started to squint a lot. I was like, oh shit, like I can't look at this too much because oh, it's wow. like sleepy or something like that. Yeah. So I don't know what it was. Like when I heard your guys' episode, I was like, it, I could be a Mothman. Like maybe how Mothman is in around all these places at all these fucked up times. Maybe it was that, or maybe it was a fallen angel, or maybe it was, a, I don't know. I still don't know, but, but that's what yeah. I've seen too. Uh, it's interesting times. that it made you sleepy too. It's almost like the effect that it wanted to have on somebody to kind of like put them in a bad position, you know, like an evil yeah. feeling yeah, too. Like, like, yeah. That's when people go into, what do you call that? When you go into autopilot and yes. you're not really like, it, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it'll, it's like a easy to go. It's like, like all you want to do is go on autopilot. If you let that in so much. Yes. You're in a trance. trance. Yeah. 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 That's why the eyes are going like this, the, like that poor uh, Asian woman who came from God knows where on her flight. That's why she was like that. And you could tell she was very frazzled. Uh, yeah. uh, and then, uh, and then you could tell, and then, uh, and like I said, even I've had, like, I'm very sensitive. Mm-hmm. I'm very, you know, because I'm very empathic, like, like you, Rosie, how you can feel all this shit. That's why our boundaries is like humongous. So that's yeah. why like, I'm really like, Ooh, like all the boundaries, because if not, I can really get fucked up really quick. Yes. And that's why now I'm into like, uh, cleansing myself or like uh clarity and neutralization and temperance and stuff like that because that'll help me to kind of keep my like keep me straight in here or whatever yes exactly yeah, yeah. what do you and think so, that thing was that was flying do you think so it was mothman vibe it could be so like the mothman i i think they just call it the mothman because at one point in like the 60s someone called it that you know what i mean i feel like these yeah. type of entities have been around for a long time like there, there's tales going back to like egypt these things a lot of people will equate them with bad omens but my my personal take when you see something paranormal it's to open your eyes to a certain thing it's to get you to start questioning to start looking um to see what else is in this reality so you seeing that on the side of the road or, or flying in the air did you remember anything that happened afterwards or no n- no not not like there was no uh bad omeny kind of thing uh-huh. yeah like i just kind of uh drove by in a sense you mm-hmm. know what i mean like once yeah. i was done with that another freeway and then, I and just, then and, yeah so what, what was weird to me is that it was in the same place because i saw it that first day and then like i said i saw it about three to four times and every time it was by candlestick park every mm-hmm. time so, so that was the other correlation that I, yeah, that was kind of what I thought was something because I didn't see it in other parts of the freeway. Right. So mm-hmm. that was going to be another thing I said is like, sometimes they're drawn, whatever these entities are, they're drawn to certain places with certain frequencies. So right. I'm not familiar with Candlestick Park. Was that like a stadium or like a- Yeah, it's the, it's the, it's the 49ers that where the Giants and the 49ers would play, uh, you know, so think about all the energy that's being, right. whatever you want to call it in a stadium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean? like intense. all that energy you're right right so, so i would wonder if there was like <laughs> i know this might be far-fetched but like when you saw this thing i wonder if there was like a super bowl going on around that time or oh um a major game or like a major like event 
I don't think so. Uh, at the moment, no, there was, it was like during the weekday, it was like commuting time, like, mm-hmm. you know, or like coming home from work or something like that type of a thing. Yeah. It wasn't on a Sunday or, or, or okay. there was no baseball game. I still on. think that these things can show up where there's a lot of energy because so everyone that's been in that stadium, you're always going to have a piece of you there, right? Your right. energy is going to stay there and you can feel yeah. the plate. You can, you can walk into a huge empty stadium and it's buzzing. Mm-hmm. You feel it's like buzzing yeah. from, from and there's nobody in there. Mm-hmm. So I think that can just be kind of like feeding on that. Feeding on that that's energy it, that's you know? around it. But right. I just had what what did the wings look like? Did you did they, uh, look, they like look bird like, wings? They look like the, they look like those typical, like you know, when you see a video on like a black fallen angel, like the black wings, and they were mm-hmm. kind of long. And so he was able to kind of and like hover. So like yeah. maybe 15 feet, like, like from head to toe. And then maybe the wingspan, like maybe each wing was like 10 feet in itself. It was kind of long, and, mm-hmm. but it was, it was all black. It was all black. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if it was a shadow entity of some sort, like, you know, like almost like. That's my best guess. Yeah. That's my best guess. Like something related to uh, parasitic uh, entities. Yeah. Because uh, sure. I've been learning, you know, like I had this one lady, uh, uh, Kristen Ramazana, uh, she's into uh, like shadow work and like working with demons. And then one thing that I learned with her is that uh, like demons are different than uh, parasitic entities. They're different. Yeah. So, um, yeah, because like I said, the parasitic entities are something where they will magnetize to your negativity in a sense uh, and or it can make you sleepy uh, right. or like like they, like they low, feed literally, off of you. Literally low vibrational, you know, because yeah. the opposite of like that's literally like low vibe, right? And then so and it, that can just live in people, right? I mean, I feel like that can just be living in people you meet every day. Yeah, like they'll like they'll a, come and they'll like they can come and go, you know, like people have seen them come on me. You know what I mean? That I was out at Pier Thirty Nine and hanging out on a date, and they're like, "Oh, freaking! I just saw like a little black, like you know, like okay, yeah." So at that point, I knew I had to do something to try to like clear myself. But uh, yeah. you know, it's I'm I'm you know I'm I'm in here with everyone else, so I know there's something going on like that. And then, uh, but uh, yeah, that's that's a part of the. And then so I, I I was afraid kind of for a while, and then I learned to like I don't know it can't really hurt you like that. It just like, now I see it as like a tool for letting you know where you're at. Mm-hmm. So if I keep seeing this shit, if I keep seeing this shit, either I'm in a low vibe place or place, or there's something about me that's low vibe. So it's like a learning tool. You know right. what I mean? Because I don't yeah. hang on to like even Like even when I see orbs or like, I call them like little twinklies. Like I'll see like a twinkle of a flash. Right. Yeah. Like, like, I do. The, I do too. Yeah. Yeah. So usually like a, if I can ask you, mine are usually blue and yellow-ish, sometimes yes. platinum. What what colors do you see? Like yeah, I, I see definitely lavender, blue, oh. white, plat and platinum too. Gold. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Same shit. Same shit. Yeah. It's awesome. always gold, white, purple, or blue. Yeah. You got some kind of fairy thing because uh. Yeah. I I I I I think I might too. Like when I was doing this ritual the other month, I was doing some uh some uh, uh baneful uh, work because uh, i had uh there's a lot of shit happening something in my personal life where i had to go to court and a lot of like really ill intentions towards me like really bad and um and when i was doing this i felt power of like i don't know what i called it but it was like pixie power so you know how there's the elementals out like how there's a salamander and the gnome i felt the version of the the air and i could i almost yeah. like see it either literally or in my mind's eye at that point i couldn't even tell the difference so that's the kind of vibe 
like a pixie vibe. It, it's funny too, because I think in my seventh grade project in middle school, they'll give you that little egg that you got to take care of, right? <laughs> yes. you know, the, the little, the, for a week or something. And then mine was called Tinkerbell. Oh, you know? that's funny. Yeah. It was funny. As a seventh grader, I, I, I did that one or not. That's yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely see those. And Nico has a weird thing that happens to his eyes. Yeah. And I think you were trying to see if if it was, it was similar. So this will happen to me like if we're driving and there's like a lot of trees around. Like if we're driving down a road and there's trees on both sides. And again, this might not be paranormal at all. This could just be something I wear glasses. I've had to wear glasses like my whole life. But sometimes it'll be like so intense that it will feel like there's like a stabbing in my eye if we're going just looking at these trees. And I've always wondered if there's like something to do with like portals or like different dimensions or like something with the trees that if I see too many moving too fast, it, it just screws up my eyes. And sometimes it'll happen with like, this is really dumb, but like if I'm putting away like the dishes and I'm looking at forks and stuff, pointy things going towards my eyes just make me like, freak out like I, I have to close my eyes I can't look at it and it's like that could be a past life thing it could be you know I've always wondered that because like my vision is so bad like <laughs> I have to wear glasses maybe yeah. uh geez I, I, it sounds kind of rough but maybe like a past like stabbing maybe right, right. I mean, like that might have uh you know because it's so like when sensitive. it's when it's weird when it's like a weird sounding thing like how initially it sounds kind of off the wall right but if you just kind of think about it a little bit it's like maybe you got like stabbed like for, for, god god forbid me maybe in the face fuck right you know what i right. mean like maybe that happened like uh I, I have a weird thing that sounds quirky too i told i, I just so happened to tell that lady Kristen that uh because she's she's very witchy she went to salem and had these big old epiphanies over there and um all that good stuff and um she was talking about the witch wound, which you yes. kind of talk about, like you have a thing, you know, and, and me too. And something about me, which I shared with her, which I didn't tell, no, only my very personal family knows about this, or I have a thing of like, if someone tries to give me like a bite, like a nibble, like a, like, whether it's like, like a love bite or whatever the hell you like a nibble, I can't like take it for some reason. Like I get mm. really weird. And even though they're doing it out of love or to nibble my tummy or, or yeah. here, I get like weirded out, man. Like, and uh, she was saying, oh my God, like maybe like, what if somebody like ate you like in the past? And I'm like, dude, that's a possibility. Like, like, cause <laughs> I, like, I, I, I actually thought of that like back then. I was like, dude, what if, like, did that happen to me? Like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know the answer, but. Something when it's with this teeth weird, on your yeah, flesh. When it's weird shit. Yeah. When it's weird shit, like it, it, uh, there's a lot of past life stuff that we have no idea. Like we don't exactly know. I mean, you could have been attacked by a wild animal right you yeah. know like yeah. um but yeah i have it with my throat you know i mm. always constantly have it with my throat like that's why sometimes i'll wear I, I can wear turtlenecks because i like to like protect my throat yeah it's weird and then um i used to I, have the exact same thing really? I, I'm t I, I promise i used to be really weird like when i would see a just things with the like with the neck like that, like I like I don't know, and and then for me, uh, the eyes for some reason, like I can't help people be like, like you know, you know, doing things with their eyes, and like I can't look at them, like I get really think I don't know if it's an empathic thing or a past life thing or something. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. like that with closed spaces, closed spaces and throats. That's like my my thing. His is like teeth. Yeah, I, I hate teeth. I, I, <laughs> he has a thing oh, with teeth too. And that's yeah. really funny. Like. No, I think it's just because like, 
I don't know. It, it's just teeth freak me out. I, Cause I used to have, when I was little, like losing teeth, just, just scared the shit out of me. I don't think that that's anything too paranormal. It's just like a weird quirk I got, but what was I going to ask? So you, you kind of mentioned that you were doing this like ritual. And I, I think this would be kind of a cool thing to close out on is like how to do these like protection type things. Cause I mean, we, we went through court the last two years, we had a pretty traumatic shit we were going through and same thing people just sending bad energy our way constantly but mm. what what would you like how do you do like protection type rituals and things like that yeah i always yeah. find it really interesting because i just yeah. think the more people talk about it the, the better totally. understanding you yeah. can get. Mm-hmm. for sure well real quick like uh, pr- uh prefacing on the court you just reminded me of because we're talking about like uh these these entities or whatnot um at court when i would go to court I like I would see them all over the courtroom in the in the hallways of the courthouse. I could see them from the other rooms. It's almost like like the courthouse, because imagine all the stress that people are carrying in there and letting themselves be vulnerable and susceptible mm-hmm. in the courthouse, because I would leave my house all like, boop, 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 all, you know, chipper and, you know, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I get to the courthouse and I'm seeing all this shit. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my God, it's everywhere here. It's like, no, but oh, that's so, like a uh, feeding ground for negativity. Yeah. yeah, it must be like, yeah. Oh my God. All these places. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. Just, these stations. Oh yeah. I can imagine like the jails. It must be just like a, a party in a sense. Uh, yeah. For mm-hmm. whatever, oh yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So like, um, I guess like for, for protection, like, okay, well, let's see here. I'll just for, I guess like in general, um, I, before anything out there, I, I'm more analyzing my mind, mm-hmm. like, because that's like a good way to figure out what I want to direct or something. Like there's two different main pitfalls of the mind. I think one is either when things keep looping around, like you can't get the same thought out of your head. Like what if I made myself look like a buffoon in front of the boss yesterday and I can't stop thinking about that. Right. Or the other one is the opposite, which is like a scatter brain where it's like all your thoughts are just out and you can't grab any of them. And you're just kind of like aloof because you can't get started or something like that. So I'll kind of take it from there and I'll kind of see what I'm like, how my mind is like the narrative of my mind. Right. Mm -hmm. Because we all have this narrative that's happening or or like what I call the commentary is tied to your ego. Right. So this is all based off how your ego is representing itself, because that's why a lot of people will go for the meditation, because you know that you're chirping away and you want to find a way to like silence it. So um, I guess like one thing is to kind of figure out the narrative of your mind, like how it's going. Is it scattered or on you on loop mode or, or, or whatever? Like, or is there some kind of harboring pressing thing? And then I go for like, whatever is like the worst, I guess that's like a shadow work thing that I incorporate is like, what's, what's the thing that I'm tripping off of the most? What's like the worst fear that I have right now. And then I try to like, just dig my nose into that. And then, um, so that's the mind part. And then after that, like, uh, I can use like a candle. I like white sage. Um, I'll go to my house and I'll hit them and I'll open up the windows right as I'm doing that. Cause you don't want it, the windows closed mm-hmm. and, uh, 
I'll hit the four corners. And as I'm doing the four corners, uh, I have a, a background in Reiki. And one thing that I've learned from Reiki and energetic work is uh, you kind of hold it there until it's good, until that's it. And then what I mean by that is that you'll intuitively know like it's really okay to let it go. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, then I can like move on freely without a second doubting thought or it'll just literally happen like sometimes when i'm in the thing like this shit will just start moving on its own like okay now it's ready for here you know what i mean (laughs) and so i do that with the incense i uh like with reiki it's obviously the hand it's hand healing right if you want to get very specific you know where your uh the ring finger is right here and how i'm Mm -hmm. pressing down that's like the portal of it right there so like spider-man right and so uh once you get deeper into it uh, you can learn that projecting it from your mouth is also a possibility. Uh, have you seen those movies where people like the old Chinese movies that open up their mouth oh, and the gold comes out of the mouth? So that's a thing. And also with your eyes, it's the, the way you see it. And then there's like, you can see Reiki. Like it doesn't have to be gold that you see. It's, I just see, I don't know how to explain it. It's invisible, but I can tell when people have Reiki in them, whether they're dancing or whether and I can see it around their head. And so, uh, the way that I can see that, I'll use that with the incense. I'll look and I'll give it, like, I'll focus on the main part of the smoke. And then it gives me that Reiki feeling of like, okay, I'll hit this corner until it's done. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I can feel it or it'll start moving on its own. And then I can hit the other corner. And sometimes I might hit the middle, like, or if I over the bed, if I feel like we need to hit it over the bed, mm-hmm. so that, that, that'll kind of start me off with that. And then, um, a candle lately that's been kind of a theme because i've been getting more in touch with my fireside right because i just really needed to uh, and uh, and then so i after doing some kind of like incensey thing right or sage thing then i'll maybe get like a candle which even even laying the candle like uh you know whatever space or altar or a counter whatever you got doesn't really matter that that much but I'll even press it in on the floor before I even light it. And like, I'll kind of adjust it. And then like, right when I get that look, I'm like, oh, it looks like there's a look to it. I I guess like Reiki is the look or it looks like it's been neutralized. Like uh, some people talk about zero point, but like Mm -hmm. where there's a neutrality, because imagine you're wiggling it around. This is too right. This is too left. Bam, neutral, right? Right when I, and then it's almost like I feel it go down into the earth or i feel it go down like i feel like it's locked in and then and then um and then at this point i'll grab my lighter my torch and i'm very conscientious about reading how the fire is feeling to me and then so i'll light it and then i'm being as i'm lighting it and initiating that fire part i I give a gratitude and and like that kind of a thought to it like where i'm being very thankful about this about this process and then um and then as that goes on, I'll use that trancy look to go back into myself and see how am I feeling now? Like how, like what, what are my main thoughts now? And then I can direct that with, okay. And, and then I, and then after that, once I get confirmation, you know, to reaffirm whatever, then I use visualization. Okay. Well, let me just see, like, this is how I want to go about it. And this is where that whole boundary talk that we were talking about. You got to establish these boundaries with your mind. And then after that, have a plan, like plan A, plan B, plan C. Like if they say this, I'm doing that. Oh, they do. I'm going to counter with this. And if they counter me, I got plan C and I have them all out there. 
and I'm willing and I get to the point where I'm willing to do it because sometimes I'm scared right like like in poker I'll have a plan but sometimes I don't pull the trigger because I get scared under the big lights right mm -hmm. under the, the when it's showtime and um so I establish that plan so I feel like I'm really ready to do it and um and then there's like a commune, like a, where I commune with God, whatever you want to call it, source or whatever. And then that's when you have that point of like, okay, there's this trust aspect. So I'm going to like, let it, like, that's when you like that, that aspect of surrender. I don't like that word, but uh, that's called it trust. Right. Mm -hmm. But it, like, where you like, let it go and you let it go to the highest, the, like the, the highest version of life right like like the like the like the epitome of god right like we're all fractals but there's only one one like god is a common denominator and then we're all on the top of a, of a fraction of like that so then i give it i give it away and then at that point is then when i get uh, i'll give myself closure like okay like like this is the like this is what that is i put it out there and then um and then so and then there's like a lot of trust or whatever so that's like what i'll do kind of like at, at the house or whatever and then um with people you know like i said like that kind of homelessy guy you know like i don't have nothing against him but i just know that he's eyeballing me way too much because the first couple of times i walk by him he's just staring me up and down and i just don't need to if i'm not going to exchange with you like like I, I don't need to do that part either where you're exchanging behind my back so then i do uh it's called like a hardening, you harden your aura. So then it's like, you make, you like, it's like it, it hardens, you make a block. And then depending on how I read the individual, I either do like a reflection version or one with like color, like uh, violet or white. And then violet, I tie to more of like the destruction version of it. And then white is like the, the light side, you know, like mm -hmm. the, you know, but they're, but they're both hand in hand. You know what I mean? Sometimes how I've heard you talk about, well, sometimes I wear a black shirt because it's like a protection-y one. Yes. That's more of like the violet one. Like Stuart mm -hmm. will talk about violet and then Janet will talk about uh, white. And like, they're both good. It just depends on how you, whatever. Right. Are you, are you yeah. sending love towards that individual? Or are you just no, like, no. yeah. Yeah. Like it's more of like, um, I have to reprioritize myself because mm -hmm. that's why like a doormat most of my life like i was prioritizing everyone else trying to people please so yes. this one was like make sure my cup is filled like fill me up like i don't want any energetic leaks like mm -hmm. any holes in me energetically and then so that's why i'm like i make it more about myself and then uh what's helped me is that um i do it now with like a sense of like more of like it's business like it's nothing personal yeah right because before i was like doing it with a little bit more personal like we're either and then with that it's more iffy because you can get offended or something like that right and then so yeah. i'm trying to avoid i'm i'm trying to make it just more business and that's why there's like a good neutrality for it like oh no i'm just like because of what i'm learning now because <laughs> i'll have moments where i could tell the same spirit is like going to different almost like jumping around and because they have the same signature and then so they're jumping around to kind of get closer to me so i realized that i even if i want to get offended by people i shouldn't i because that's their energy that they don't even know how to work with so it's almost like i see innocence in them now and mm. because it's the energy that's around them that either can manipulate them whether they or whether they know it or not so i'm just gonna like okay like i'm dealing with the energy around them i'm not dealing with the direct person so that's kind of helped me out in a sense to give me some closure or to make me feel yes. better about it. Yeah. yeah that's so cool because i've i've felt similar things like that before because you'll you'll go through your day and it's like 
it seems like every person is being an asshole or every person has something to say to you. And it's like, I've, I've thought like, are these people all possessed by the same thing that's trying to get to me? You know? Yes. That, that, that might be a, a thing because there's been several times where I was like, no, it's the same signature. Right. You know what I mean? The, mm-hmm. Because the people like it could be someone at the basketball court, it could be someone on the parking lot, it could be somebody at the Starbucks. And I'm like, why is the same theme? Right. Like, right. Somebody at the 7-Eleven. Why is the same theme hitting me? Like, And then so that's what I'm like, oh. And so that's why I'm like, OK, at that point, I say, OK, I'm not dealing with these people. I'm dealing with I, I go somewhere. I, I'm dealing with their aura and with the entities, like with the surrounding spirits. Yeah. Right. And, so, and then that's when I ask for help. Uh, in a sense like from the universe and like and any kind of support spiritual team that i that i have backing me then i then i ask for help like okay like we need all this like i need all this yeah because it's like it's like bigger than like the game is the the game can be big you know what i mean like that's for their priority i'm learning that now but the game is also kind of big yeah oh we're we're just little pieces in it but yeah well it sounds like you live such a thoughtful life and I just love, I don't, didn't you love this? I know this is a great episode. I mean, I love talking to you. Yeah. People's mystical. Uh, stuff. Yeah. The, the, I don't want to say the word quirk, but like everyone's unique take. I on love how the to, word quirky. Yeah. Like how, how you, quirks, yeah. So. Just your take on how to protect yourself and, and just experience this life to the fullest extent and not give your energy away. Like, right we all need to be doing this more so thank you so much for yeah. sharing your stuff because hell yeah man i love it. it hell yeah i really appreciate that we yeah that's why this uh, again oh for sure dude i want to have you guys on uh i had an idea like uh because i really like that random randy guy right so maybe one day i can have you guys all hop on my shit you know what i mean and then each one of you guys including him all also have your own stories like your own your own shit you know what mm-hmm. i mean so then l- later in the future we can do shit like that too because there's a lot i think there's a lot to share a lot to be said and then a lot to gain because yes. we're on similar we're similar because like i said you guys are to me you guys are mystical man a, a mystical couple is like cool like because you don't see that like that much of it like 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 when i see people at the gym that are couples and you could tell they're a couple and they're working out together i always throw them up i'm like i'm like that's good to see like you want to see shit like that like I don't know, like that's your kind of that's one of the things that that gets me going. Like it's yeah. like it's, uh, inspirational, you know. So that's oh, cool, thank man. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, that's awesome. And yeah, random Randy, he, like you, he's got a good heart. Like you know, when you just talk to someone, he's a sweetheart, and I can say the same about you. And I think you guys would vibe so well together too. So that would be really fun to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that that yeah, I think that'd be cool, man. Yeah, yeah. then you guys, yeah, you guys. uh yeah man like you guys are you guys are on your stuff man you guys are you guys are definitely on a journey and then just like i was telling myself yesterday is hey man as long as i'm on the journey i don't give a shit about the rest because that means i'm in the process like i'm on the journey like i shouldn't get worked up about how far i am or how not far i am like like as long as you guys are on a journey and you guys are like fucking that's like the win for now like be like embrace the hell out of that like fuck you know like that's where it's at man that's where it's at yeah Yeah. sure so before we wrap up, just tell our audience real quick where they can find your show and how they can get in contact with you. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, so my show is Uncanny Mystic Minds podcast. I'm on all major platforms. Uh, the videos are all on Spotify. I'm also starting to dump out stuff to YouTube uh, to, to, to kind of build up that one, which is all in the same uh, name, Uncanny Mystic Minds. And uh, that's the same for my Gmail. Like if you have any questions or if you want to see if you want to get on, I'm pretty open. 
with all this occultic, uh, I like psychic phenomenon, anything that has to do with like uh, energetic stuff. And then uh, I even want to get into like physical fitness and then dancing more. Like I have some people in that world. So I want to incorporate stuff that uh, e like is even like about like wellness and health and all this stuff. And then, and, and yeah, and then it's like a journey. So I'm in it and then I'm in it to, uh, not only I, I want to learn, but I want to, you know, help share a little bit too. And then maybe, maybe we can all gain a little something from it. Who knows? Right. Absolutely. Amen to yeah. that. So thank you again for coming on and we will definitely do this again real soon. Hell yeah, dude. I had a lot of fun. You guys are, you guys are rock stars for sure. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Yeah.